Hi, this is Ashley. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up that the audio quality for my portion of this upcoming episode is not great, and I apologize in advance. I have learned from my mistakes, and I will do better next time. But I thought that Karen and I had a great discussion, so didn't want to re-record, but just thought I would give our listeners a heads up, and thank you for your patience. We'll get it right next time. Thanks. Hi, everybody. This is Ashley. This is Karen. And this is the musicals. How's it going, Karen? It is going well. Uh, it is cold and snowy in central Iowa. What else is new? Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's been so magical that my children uh, were supposed to go back to school full time starting two weeks ago. They have yet to go to a full week of school. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, I mean, that's fine. But it's just like I was so excited to have the house to myself to be so productive because um, I'm working from home. I have been for almost a year. And uh, yep, nope, they're still here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I guess. I guess that eases them in, though. It's not uh, like ripping the Band-Aid off. You know, you just kind of, it's like, remember what school was like, kids? Here you go. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah, my husband got like halfway to dropping the one kid off at daycare, and they were like, school's canceled. And he's like, I'm turning around. Yeah. <laughs> because it's almost easier to have two at home than one, because at least then they're entertained by each yeah. other. Yeah. But yes, this this tw- 2021's winter has been different than the winter we talked about two weeks ago, I think. Yes, yes. <laughs> it has. <laughs> oh, um, and before we dive into our musical of today, did you, so last night I was looking on for something to watch and I stumbled uh-huh. across the show that goes wrong show. Uh, you- the one on Amazon Prime? Yes. Okay, so I have it on my watch list, but I haven't made it through. And I it made me think of the play that goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. Watch, is that what it's like? Yes, it's absolutely like that. In fact, I think maybe some of them are the same people. I'm not quite okay. sure. But it's okay. exactly like that. Because you, you saw that when it came a couple yes. years ago, right? Yep. And it was so funny. Like, yes. side-hurting laughter. Yep. Um, it's not as good on TV, but it is pretty, like, it's a nice, like funny stupid watch it was okay. really it was okay. enjoyable I'm writing this down okay because it's on my watch list I just haven't like bumped it up yeah I think uh, they're like 30 minute episodes I just watched one yesterday but I did laugh quite a bit um okay. it's 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 by it has to be by the same company or program or whatever because it's the exact same type of humor and it's hilarious okay good deal excellent <laughs> because I have been looking for uh, just mindless things to watch you know to kind of like relax at the end of the day so that, yeah. that sounds really entertaining I've been watching uh British game shows like, <laughs> like kind of crazy game shows uh because there's a lot of banter in between it's I shouldn't say it's not the regular game shows it's the ones where they have like celebrities or like comedians or whatever so it's more about the banter not really about the game show Gotcha. So to have something a little entertaining. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yesterday I wanted something kind of mindless, but entertaining. Yeah. And so that's where I landed. And I thought I would recommend it to you and our audience since it is, rem- I mean, it's the same as the play get- goes wrong. The play ish. I mean, it's the same vein of it. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, yes. um, this week we watched 42nd Street. 
on Broadway HD. Yes. Um, it was part of Great Performances PBS. And if you have PBS Passport, it's available through them. I am the PBS spokesperson. <laughs> you are. I do not have PBS. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, you should get it. Get PBS Passport. It's awesome. They also have kids stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, I watched it through Great Performances, but it's the same um, uh, production. Cast. Yeah. Um, so 42nd Street... I was just looking up on Wikipedia before Karen and I started recording that it was a movie first. Yes. And then it became a musical. The first production was in 1980. And then there've been several, it was in 1984 at the West End. And then in 2001, it was a Broadway revival. And then in 2007, there were some tours abroad. And then in 2012, there was a UK tour. And then in 2015, there was a US tour. And then in 2017, there was a West End revival again. And so um, it's been around for a long time. It's what I would call like an old classical musical. So classic two, musical. two things of note, um, this is something that's very near and dear to my heart. In the Broadway production, like the first original Broadway production, um, they had uh, Jerry Orbaugh, who was Lenny Briscoe in Law and Order. Really? You might know it better from uh, playing the uh, candelabra in Beauty and the Beast. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and <there's recognition. laughs> so I thought that was kind of interesting because uh, I just I know him from Law and Order and, and didn't think of him as being a Broadway person. Yeah, yeah. I I would like to give a synopsis of Forty Second Street, but I'm not exactly sure how to do that. Let's butcher it together. Okay, so it's a musical within a musical. Yes. <laughs> I have no idea what the musical inside the musical's plot is. And I don't know that we're supposed to know. I just thought, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about it. I, I you know, that didn't even cross my mind that there was a plot. I didn't think it was a plot. I felt it was like one giant dance number. Like a variety show? Well, yeah. actually there was a quote that I wrote down because one of the characters was talking about the musical inside the musical and they said yeah. who cares if there's a plot or not and I was like me I care this girl <laughs> but anyway so, yeah 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 so basically there's like they're producing a musical and they have like a big star come in I assume she's seasoned I mean so she is an aging star who is kind of past her prime because they talk about like the um the company kind of takes a couple pot shots at her, like the young uh, girls take some pot shots at her, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. yeah. So they're, but they're trying to use her fame to get this big show, yeah. right? And so it's just kind of, I don't even want to say the inner workings of the show because it's not really, but basically there's this aging star who is going to headline the show and she has some sort of Mm, love triangle thing happening or some sort of tryst on the side she has a sugar daddy and anyway uh then there's this young fresh-faced girl straight from uh allentown allentown pa <laughs> yeah and she comes in and she wants to make the chorus but she's too late but then she does make the chorus because she's a phenomenal singer and dancer and then the plot part that i just can't wrap my head around I guess is she's in the chorus she makes it to the chorus she somehow gets jostled into the star star breaks the ankle 
And then they give the girl who broke the star's ankle the lead. <laughs> so that was also the plot in that movie um, with the girl. Okay, this is the, uh, Jesse Spano from um, Say by the Bell. Say by the Bell. Like she tried to shed her image of uh, being in Saved by the Bell and then acted in that horrible uh, like dancer movie, but she pulled the same stunt. She pushed the main girl off the, it was a Vegas show uh, and had her break her ankle and then she took her spot. I just realized that. I just feel like that's not how, like the politics of that would not work out. Even if she was the most talented ever, they'd be like, yeah, it's kind of shady. Yeah. But who am There's I to say? also the uh, director who has his own little side story as well too. You're looking at me puzzled. Yes. Uh, what's his side story that like I'm he, missing? He's like trying to make a play um, successful, but he's having a hard time in life. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, at the end, they put on this production and that's just it. Yeah. And then the and the um, the love triangle uh, figures itself out. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. That's true. And the um, new uh, star like gets a wonderful life yeah i mean that's kind of how it ends right yeah i don't know do, do yeah. you want to start on this one yes i have a few things to say the first thing i noticed when i fired it up was how long it was <laughs> oh my goodness like it, i've lost my touch with watching musicals i guess like real musicals because this was like a musical like everything about it was like i can like capital letters broadway hello musical um and so it was long like it was two hours long that was the first thing i noticed like i wrote this down the minute i fired it up was it was long the other thing was the cast was huge huge like they said so a little intro part that it had like a cast of like 60 and I noticed the depth of the stage to like put people on there that they had to like open it all the way out. And I know we've walked on the stage down at the Civic Center in Des Moines and there's some major depth if you start removing those like back curtains. And I kept trying to figure out like how deep it went. And I'm pretty sure the stage was like all the way like open because it was a crazy amount Huge. of like it. And that's... What ended up happening is with such a huge cast, it took me forever to figure out who the main players were. Like I was yeah. a good 30 minutes in before figuring out what the heck was happening. Like it was a convoluted story and I'm not stupid, but like, it was like all over the place. Like, mm -hmm. like going back to the idea of, um, I, I don't even remember character's name, like aging star and new star. Like she was, Yep, so Dorothy Brock was the aging star, played by Bonnie Langford. And the new star was Peggy Sawyer, played by Claire Hassel. Peggy, that's right. I can remember them all going Peggy, Peggy. Like, Halsey. Um, I didn't even care for like their interaction or rather lack thereof. Like it was like, like little independent track stories all thrown on stage at the same time. Like I didn't quite understand what was going on with that. Um, too much tap. Oh, I love tap. 
I um, know. And so that's why I was hesitant if you could hear like, and it was good tap. Like it was good. It was really, really good. But after a while, I'm like, oh, so much. It was tap. a lot. It was a lot. So like, and I think that was a mark of the time. Maybe. So that was another thing. Um, but it was a super convoluted story. But there were bits of snappy dialogue. Like I felt it was like, um, especially with the um, chorus girls, like because it for that time, it's like set in the 30s, it's like snappy dialogue. Like I'm going to say something cutting. And I like the um, interaction which they had with their, um, like the relief for me was their um, like stage mistress manager lady. Sure. Um, that, that, that character I enjoyed. The rest of them, uh, I could take them or leave. Peggy didn't even care. So I was really distracted by one of those, not Peggy, not the main girl, but one of those three other girls. Oh yeah, her little... uh, Her entourage, I don't know. Yeah, she, there was one girl that looked very familiar to me. And as you said, the cast is ginormous. Yeah. So there was no way, I mean, I could sit and click through 60 people and see if I can find the picture that goes with the name. Yeah. But I, I just could not place her. And my husband and I looked at her over and over again. And he's like, yep, she's familiar. I don't know. Maybe she just has like a familiar face. You know sure. I mean? But I was distracted by that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I don't know, like some, some of the numbers that were in the musical within the musical uh-huh. seemed to be like extra. Like there was no point in them. Like there was one where... Um, like this guy and the redheaded chick got married and then they were on a train or something and he was like peeking in all the windows why why what was that even about like because I didn't understand what the musical within the musical was it just seemed extra and like time that I didn't need to watch that because it had no point basically that was the thing that I noticed is the giant gap in what was important in like olden day musicals um i say olden day from 1933 you know in the olden days um, but yeah it it's a i guess trends have changed because that was the thing i noticed when there was so much tap like for that time it was like it would be you know your kids watching or your grandkids watching a bunch of like break dancing I guess and being like what's up with this from the 80s you know sort of a deal but uh so that was something the whole the length again can I bring up the length again yeah uh, the massive cast I think that was something to show um that it was a production was having a massive cast um the music I could have taken you know or left it um, I do personally adore other stars out tonight. So for the rest of the evening, that was stuck in my head and that was really good. But the rest of it, nah, who cares? Well, there were some other iconic songs because there was um, Only Have Eyes for You was in there. Oh, that's and... the one. That's the the stars out tonight is the first okay. line. That's how I know it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And there was yeah. We're in the Money. And yeah. then obviously 42nd Street was in there too. Um, uh, the Speaking other of- one I liked was the one about um, like I'm walking down the street, uh, I'm walking down the boulevard, I mean, of uh, Broken Dreams. Oh, uh, yeah. I went and looked up the uh, lyrics for that and they're a little cutting. I thought that was kind of like a little edgy, a little cutting. So I thought that was kind of interesting for the time too. So I found some of some of the lyrics to be uh, very old timey and problematic, I guess. Okay. <laughs> in the time. 
so there was like a song that says you need to be young and beautiful if you want to be loved and I was like all right and then they kept like talking about um how she wants to look young and healthy and I was like Uh okay that's a thing um and then (laughs) oh lullaby of Broadway was another good song that I see here um because I like that one um but another thing that I found problematic and at the same time very captivating was the producer guy, I guess, um, his name was Julian Marsh in the show played by Tom Lister. So he was like physically a big guy and domineering and he, his personality was very um, commanding, I yes. want to say. Like every time he was on, I couldn't stop watching him. Yes. But also his relationship with the star was very manipulative he was absolutely taking advantage of her and exploiting her. And I couldn't tell if it was for his personal gain or not, or if he just wanted the show to be good. Uh, I, that tension actually yeah. was what kind of saved it for me, which is terrible okay. to say, because it was cringe, cringy to watch, uh-huh. but it also pulled me back in because I was like, what's he gonna do now? Yeah. I just don't know. And how is she gonna react to it? Because she was a subordinate and she was a woman in the times and I just, I wanted to see how it went. I thought it was personal gain. I didn't think it was. Like, even if the production was good, it was so he would look good, you know? Right, right. And, but at uh, one point, he was like, that That one the other day was fake, but this one's real. And I was like, yeah. is it, though? Is yeah. it? <laughs> um, and the other thing was using, being in a position of power, especially for somebody who, she's past her prime. She knows that, like, she needs this. And so taking advantage of that situation as well, too. So, yeah, I don't know. And he kind of, I don't know, it ended weird because you weren't quite sure what happened. And then I was also kind of, mm, the bows seemed odd to me too, because they came out to do the bows and Peggy, who was kind of the lead of the whole thing, just was kind of with the chorus girls for the most part. And they highlighted the aging star. Oh, was that the, no. I was like, was that the bows for the musical within the musical? But no, because the aging star wasn't even in it. Yeah, right. But it made it seem like the aging star and the producer were the two main leads, which watching the show, no, I would think she would come out on her own for bows and then those two would come out. You know what I mean? Uh, I guess I didn't think that too hot. I just never connected with Peggy. Can we go back to Peggy again for a sure. second? I was sure. fine with her like being like a nothing. Um, I just did not, I did not find her endearing at all. Like she was like a nothing character to me. And like, um, especially at the beginning, like the whole like, oh shucks, I'm from Allentown, Pennsylvania part, like kind of got on my nose as well too. But um, talking about conclusions and endings, in terms of the aging star, oh my gosh, I really have to know these people names. Uh, Dorothy, uh, going for her happy ending, um, I don't think that's a dealio. That didn't make a lick of sense at all. Sure didn't, what do you mean? No, hold on. You don't Um, don't think she's riding off into the sunset with her, her suitor? Yeah, no, I don't think so. That's what oh, I'm okay. thinking about that. Thank you gotcha. for translating what I'm trying to say. Because I Anytime. don't know characters' names. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I, because okay. he was distracted by Peggy for a while. Yes, he was. He was. And so, he was like actively running away from her, I think. And she yeah. was chasing him. Yeah. Um, 
So I didn't, I don't think that's going to work. Another thing when you're talking about Peggy, like not, I don't know. She left the show after whatever, she broke the lady's ankle. So she got fired. But even though Broadway was her dream and then the whole cast comes to like talk her into taking the lead and she's like, nah, I don't think so. And I'm like, yeah. okay, how do you go from this is my dream and I, this is how I'm going to live my life to no, I'm not going to take the lead in a production. Yeah. I mean, I get that she, it was a lot of work and I sort of, you know, I bought that when she was like struggling to learn all the stuff, but then Mr. Creepy came in and was like, our lives depend on you. And it was just, it's kind of weird. Maybe they need to go and read like some sort of uh, somebody's got to have written a thesis about it. Oh, I'm sure. About you know the whole dominant character in Forty Second Street. Yeah. In summary, I was not a huge fan. Me either, but I I do want to talk a little bit about the things that I thought were pretty cool. Okay. And part part of it was because it was a musical within a musical, and because they had a huge cast. Yeah. So there were some, I mean, there were some numbers that were really fun to watch. Uh-huh. Um, and they had some really cool set stuff. So there was one part where the ladies were laying on the ground and doing some like legs and arms. And there was a huge yeah. mirror that came down and kind of reflected that shape to us. Uh-huh. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and then there was another scene where um, it was right after, oh, after they all got fired. They, there was like a, almost like Brady Bunch, but there were 25 little seats that they sat in and they would light up when each of them sang a piece. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, it was all the, all the like extra cast members, all the okay. ladies and men, the tap dancers. And it was just kind of neat to see because um, the lights weren't on, they were only on in your box when it was your turn to talk. And uh-huh. the dialogue moved around like this. So, uh-huh. Uh, you can't see right now, but I'm moving my hands all around in a weird shape. Um, and so just for those actors to be on right at those moments and singing right when they needed to be. Sure. And the lights to be on. Um, I thought that was really neat to watch. Yeah. Honestly. yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, and as cheesy as like one of the last numbers was where they were all like there were so many of them on this like riser situation and they were all tapping in the same outfit. Yeah. I enjoyed it. But I do like tap quite a bit um, because um, it's visually nice to see, but it also, the rhythm, um, it, it seems to me as though it has to be a lot crisper and cleaner because the audience, even if we don't understand what the move is supposed to look like, if we hear a, a stray clack, yes, then we will notice that. And so right. um, I thought that was really, I, there was a lot of tap, yeah. but uh, almost, I mean, I got tired of the tap and I love tap, um, but but uh, I thought a lot of it was neat. And there were some costumes that I really liked on Peggy um, and a couple on the other elder star as well on Dorothy Brock. Um, and I kind of like the Buffalo Bill sugar daddy guy. Um, he was kind of funny. <laughs> Just saw I how agree. clueless he was. I enjoyed his uh, costume. Yeah. I thought it was very dated, <laughs> like yeah. in the sense of it was very stereotypical, and I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, but as you said, in summary, it's not, I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, no. Um, it's not one that I'm, no, I'm not super excited about it. 
Um, I actually thought of this as we were, as I was looking at it, because I was like, Karen gave me a hard time for falsettos. I Do knew I you were going to bring this up. For 40 seconds. Yes. But it's a oh. classic. It's like one that's like everybody talks about 42nd Street. And um, it's funny because I loved uh, Irving Berlin's uh, Holiday Inn. And I did it. So it's not that I'm against like old timey musicals. Um, I just thought that story was uh, better. This one yeah. was just so convoluted. Like, you know, I, I, convoluted isn't the correct word. That's not what I mean. It was so cluttered. There was just so much like clutter. The and plot within the plot really made it more confusing. I didn't know what was going on. So I uh, just do, I do enjoy a traditional musical. I just didn't enjoy this much. That being said, like if it, I saw, if it came in person, I wouldn't watch it unless I knew it was a traveling stage show. What I mean by that is the size of the cast, seeing it and watching it on TV and knowing what the size of the cast would be I'm not going to want to see it for something where they have like 10 dancers. Like okay. if they have all 60, then I would want to see it just for the size of the spectacle of the size. You're, you're right. You're exactly right, Karen, because I feel the same way. Uh, to see it live with that many tap dancers all yeah, at exactly. once, yeah. um, I would enjoy that. But if if it was a pared down yeah. cast, it would not not have the spectacle, as you said. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I did learn some about, I mean, I say I'm not a huge fan of tap, but I did learn something about tap when Peggy was doing her little auditioning bits where oh, she, yeah. I can do these, I can do these, like buffalo kicks, I don't know what any of those meant. So No, I don't either. I like to watch their feet. And, yeah. to try, and I almost always find myself, especially when she was showing how, this is how I do that. I'm like, ooh, can I do that? Yeah. <laughs> I never took dance of any kind. So no, I didn't I do that. <laughs> yeah. But it's always fun to watch. We'll be right back. Hi there. Just wanted to take a quick moment to ask you to subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you're listening. Rate us and review us, and that helps other listeners find us and also lets us know what it is you like about our podcast. Find us on Facebook at Demusicals or email us at desmusicals at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about the shows that we've reviewed or recommend a show for us to watch. And we'd be happy um, to take your input. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Bye. Uh, do we know what we're watching next? Well, Karen, I don't know. But I'm very excited because I saw on Broadway HD, Rodgers and Hammerstein's um, Cinderella is new to Broadway HD. Okay. And um, I, I grew up in the 80s yes. and 90s, and I had a VHS tape uh-huh. of, that, of that production of Cinderella. Oh. And I can't tell you how many times I watched it. Like, okay. I, I watched it a million times because when Cinderella came to um, the Civic Center, well, it was probably f- uh, several years at this point, yeah. I knew all of those random songs, and I hadn't seen it since I watched it on a VHS tape. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually very excited to watch it so if you want to watch it with me I want to see if it holds up to my nostalgia okay I have a question for you so have your children watched it yet not yet are you going to watch it with them or you're going to be like shush shush 
Mm, I'll probably let them watch it because I know it all, I think. Okay. And I'll okay. be able to sing. And I remember as a child um, thinking that the stepmother and stepsisters were scary and comical all at once. Okay. Like, like I hated them in a very fun way. Um, okay. And I remember like thinking that I was supposed to think the prince was dreamy, but I was too little to like think that. Oh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch like the opening two or three minutes last night with my kids and they were, they were watching it, but I was like, man, the production quality on this. Woohoo! <laughs> was like a cardboard castle in the background oh. <laughs> and they come in on their horses. <laughs> so um, I was thinking maybe that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally fine. I am all for nostalgia and I actually, um, so I'm not a huge fan of uh, The Prince and Cinderella, regardless of the production, even the animated version. Um, mm -hmm. I was like, but the princess concerned, I could take him or leave him. My favorite uh, Disney prince was uh, the one from uh, Sleeping Beauty, the one uh, Prince Philip was in his name with Princess yeah. Aurora. Yeah. Yeah. He was my favorite in the old ones and then it moved on to Prince Eric. Okay, um, I mean, from, yeah, Karen, you know my thoughts on my favorite animated male lead. It's absolutely... Uh, it's the one with uh, Anastasia. Yes, it's absolutely Dimitri from Anastasia. Yes, Although, go. I'm sure you haven't seen Tangled, the Rapunzel, the Disney Rapunzel. No, I haven't. Um, Flynn Rider, he's, he's a pretty good guy, too. I like okay. him. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing with Cinderella is... Um, no, I'm, th I'm thinking of Snow White's Prince Charming. But Snow White's Prince Charming, that dude did nothing. He was just like riding his horse and like showed up and that was it. At least Cinderella had like, that prince had to work for it. So, that's um, true. That's you know, true. that like, of, like, yeah, that was the other reason why like Prince Philip for Sleeping Beauties, he went and like dealt with dragons and like viney bits. Anyway, okay. In summary, yes, I will watch it. <laughs> Yeah, um, I got to look too, but I think um, the Des Moines Playhouse has got some stuff coming up soon. -ish. They do. They have two productions. They have uh, one for adult audiences and one for uh, children. Yeah, they it was have, uh, leaving Iowa, and I highly recommend that. I um, I've seen it before. It's a small cast. It is a really touching, touching, touching story. Um, it's, it's a good one. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Um, it will translate well into virtual as well too, uh, because the uh, set is limited. Uh, you'll understand when you see it. And they are doing that in rep with Stuart Little, which I ne never saw the movie. I haven't either. Um, so I know it's about a mouse. Yeah. Um, I think it's, a mouse that lives like a human. I don't know. I will watch that one with my kids. Okay. Um, I think the mouse's name is Stuart Little, right? Not yes. the adult. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so I just looked up the dates on those. So the the Leaving Iowa one opens on February 19th. And okay. then they play they play in rep through March. Um, and I did just see, and I posted to our, um, the musicals Facebook page, mm -hmm. that Nature of a Dream will yeah. um premiere at the end of this month i think it was the 25th of february excellent so i know we talked with katie merriman and Miriam randolph this fall about that production um and how she's putting that together so that would be something to check out too 
Okay, on to Cinderella. On to Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella. No, there's no mice in this one. Oh, I'm okay with that. It's not animated. Um, okay. But she sings In My Own Little Corner, which is one of my favorite songs. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, I do remember, and we can talk about it next time, but we saw it at the Des Moines Civic Center in the last some years, and their costume changes were so fast and so amazing. Oh, yeah. I remember, that was really fun. Yeah, I wish it would come back because um, my children would definitely love that one. But whenever it was here, they were too young or maybe okay. not born. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that now. I was traveling. That's why I didn't see it. And I gave my ticket away. Oh. I get, That's how Katie got in the group. Oh, funny. Yeah, <laughs> so it's been a while then. It because I remember I gave her my ticket. Yeah. 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 So it's been a while. But yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool to see on stage too. But thank hey, you for shout out to you because I know you listen to our episodes. <laughs> yeah, but thank you for um, indulging my nostalgia. We'll see how it oh, goes. This sounds good. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else, Karen? Nope, nothing else. I think okay. I, I feel uh, like we've had two misses in a row, and I feel a little guilty about that, but. I feel that makes us true reviewers. We're more than willing to say <laughs> when we don't enjoy something. We are not sponsored. This is not hashtag ad. That's true. We'll talk about some next time, but there's a bunch of stuff that's going to film, including Come From Away. And Dear Evan Hansen. And Dear Evan Hansen and In the Heights, all those things. Yes. But the Come From Away was a new announcement and I was very excited about it. And I'm also very nervous about it. I, I hope too. that it goes well. But we will talk about that later. Yes, we will. Okay. 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 Stay warm, Karen. Yeah, stay warm and stay safe. Yeah. Bye. Bye.